episode 99. Should I play that? It's your boy, Chris, a.k.a. SSJ Bycrowd, a.k.a. The Great One, a.k.a. Mr. Muckluck. And this is, this is, yo, we're so close to episode 100, I can taste it. Can you taste it? What what does it taste like? That's the real question. <laughs> Tastes like a what nice is, warm cup of coffee. What does episode no? 100 taste like to you, Rod and James? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with a nice warm cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It tastes like a lot of podcasting that we've done, you know, multiple hours, a lot of hard like a lot of work put in, workflow that we've perfected over time. Uh it's a good feeling. It is a good feeling that we are almost there. I feel like we I, I don't feel like it's been a hundred episodes. Like it, it hasn't felt like a lot. It's felt like enough, but not like overwhelming, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's been fun. I'm really looking forward to ringing that in with you guys. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully you guys, you know, listening can uh, tune in. It's gonna be on Twitch.tv forward slash SSJ Blackrot, like old times. And uh, <laughs> we'll you know we'll see you there. We'll see the party. I think that episode's gonna be different. I don't know what I want to do, but we're gonna it's gonna be fun. That's all I know. I so like I fun. To, Let's do it. Yeah, so so I hope to see you guys there. But of course, you know, uh, this is your gaming podcast. Uh, we talk about the, the gaming culture and everything that, you know, surrounds it. And what we like to do at the beginning of these episodes is talk about, like, what we've been playing. Like, the, you know, if it's, if it's fun, if it's good, if it's bad, if you should stay away from it. If, uh, if you should, like, pump, like, a ton of hours into, like, this overhyped game. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see what I'm talking about with that this week, and then of course after that we go into the news, and uh, we'll you know there's uh some interesting things we'll talk about today. Um, one being Bethesda finally being like part of Microsoft. So I just want to yeah, it's complete. It. It's, it's here. It's finally Another stone here. in the gauntlet. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna round out everything with uh you know as of this recording it is Mario Day. So we're going to talk about our memories, our um, things that we want to see in the future. And just like, how do we how do we feel about the Italian plumber? Is he still a plumber? Yeah. Is it fair to I, call yeah, him? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the newest game, I think. Well, not the newest, I guess. But like uh, 3D World. He's like, he and Luigi legitimately fix a pipe in like the first two minutes of that game. <laughs> hmm. They pull out a bunch of tools from their pants and like start just like, I don't know. Doing whatever plumbers do. Use, like, do they use hammers? Like, I don't know. Um, if you need... You, I don't think so. You shouldn't okay. need a hammer. Yeah, that's what I would think, but they pull out hammers, and I don't know why, but they, they do. Uh, so, yes, to answer your question, Chris, I think they are still plumbers, canonically. That's, that's the important thing, that Nintendo gets it canonically right. Right. That's, that's good, because, like, to me, I feel like Mario, at this point, has become, like, this superstar in Mushroom Kingdom. Like, he's, he's making all of his money on, uh, like, appearances... Uh, he's doing um, <laughs> he's doing those cameo things like you're doing those you know the the videos yeah mm-hmm. the thing in real life like we could get like, <laughs> celebrities to to like you know do a video message of like you know saying happy birthday you know that's that's what Mario's doing in this in his free time you know but besides that you know he's he's racing playing golf and then uh, tennis ba- tennis yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's in the Olympic played. Games. Yo, he does everything. Like he every is, year, he does literally every, every four years. Yeah, he, he is a superstar <laughs> of superstars. Yeah, 
That's that's legitimately hilarious because in the games, like legitimately, that that's how they portray him. Is everyone's like, "Oh my God, you're that dude with that famous jump." I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, all right. And then, and then so cool. like and so like of like recent years, like you also find out he's been like uppercutting people or uppercutting like the bricks the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, man, fist of stone. Yeah. Mm. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's jump into our what you've been playing, James. What yeah. you been playing? So uh, this week I've been playing more Borderlands Three. So Chris, I yes. had to start over my character. Wait, wait. I figured out. Oh, okay, so remember we were <laughs> playing before, and I realized my guardian ranks didn't carry over. Yeah. So apparently, what had happened was when I jumped over to the PS Five, I didn't download my original save first i started a new character mm. and so even though i brought my new save in after that point it didn't register i had the ranks hmm. so i decided i had to start the whole thing over <laughs> so my old flag is no more um thankfully i was able to use the um the dlcs to boost my level up to like 13 so it's a good starting point it doesn't feel like i'm starting from scratch which is nice and I got him up to level 20. So I'm pretty much exactly where we left off <laughs> before. I don't, see, I, I like a dummy created majority of the characters. I think I still have to make a, a Moe's save file. Mm. But I, I don't like the beginning of this game. It's, like, it's, it's one of those games that once you do like the, like the tutorial and like you have to do this each time that you play the game like with a different character. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't like it. There's something about it that yeah, the DLCs. Is, is drawn is like drawn out, and hmm. I'm gonna have to. Like, I guess I'll re remake those characters so I can get that level boost. Yeah, you might as well because it starts you off on the ship, so you skip that entire planet. What the? So this whole time? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Skips the whole thing. Mm. I bet you this whole time someone's listening. They're like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Like, you <laughs> I, I obviously don't know what you're doing. Wow. Okay. Huh. Something new every that's, day. That's good to know. That's pretty good. Right. That's, that's good to know. I don't feel so bad for even deleting the old character. So I'm good now. I've like known how to optimize my skill points. Flag feels like a powerful character again. It's a good time. It's a good time. But um. Instead of that, I decided to jump on some Final Fantasy fourteen. Hmm. It was just been like a weird barrage of content coming at them, uh, coming at me from them lately. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that they're currently running a uh, free trial where you can play up until the second expansion for free. Wow! So there's no uh, subscription. Um, you just download the game. You can play it up to level I think it's like fifty or sixty. When's the new expansion coming out? I um, the new one's called Endwalker, I think. I don't know when that comes out. Give me one okay. second. I'm curious if it was like this year or or if it's next. Um, Fall 2021. It, okay, so all right, so that's about half a year, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, is that what prompted you to pick it back up again? Yeah, because that okay. was one of the things that like they made me stop playing before because the um, the subscription fee. I had kind of fallen off the wagon, and it was like, okay, I'm not going to keep paying for this game. I'm not using it, or I'm playing for maybe two hours or a month or whatever. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. But now knowing that I can um, I can start over, which I did, 
Uh, my first time through, I was more just kind of rushing to get to end game to play with my friends instead of um, treating the game like an RPG and just playing for the story. So I started back over. I'm just going to go through the story at my own pace and um, see if I can fall back in love with the game because it's a lot of fun gameplay-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't really typically go for MMOs. I've tried multiple DCU, Guild Wars 2. Um, I did like a week of WoW. It just never clicks for me. But Final Fantasy, for whatever reason, it just works. It's fun. No, it's funny. So we we are almost, well, no, we are at, for, for a couple of for a lot of people, you know, one year anniversary of the pandemic, of, um, you know, quarantining, uh, people like just being more at home. So around this time last year, once I think we closed down the store, which I think for for me last year was maybe next week is gonna be the actual like one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I I just had a lot of time on my hands. Um, so one job, uh, you know, we straight up just closed. I mean, of course, you know, we came back and everything, but we had closed for my full time job, my part time job. Um, I was still able to like work with them. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I was working from home. So like doing like setting up some, some stuff, setting up like, uh, like Google doc forms and like, just, you know, just like sort of like online, like just, it felt like office work. And that's, that's sort of like what I still do for them now. Um, but yeah, I had a lot, it was weird too. I had a lot of time on my hand and I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time to like jump into an MMO and last year at this time like was still back when i think you know the jump between the end of like the main game to like the good dlcs there was a lot of content in between that so yeah by by like so it pretty much took me a month to get through like the main campaign and then i started uh tackling like the the you know the dlcs and Mm. apparently all that stuff that i'm like grinding through now like they completely removed it or they uh, they they pretty much made that process a lot faster. So, mm-hmm. I think this is like a really good time if you if you're like itching for like a uh, MMO. Like this is a this is a great MMO to jump into. But yeah. like so, sometime last year, I think you and I kind of went through some of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I think like we yeah, started it. Yeah. So, but I think you know it was right before they dropped that update. So I think that's why. Yeah. I think that's why we we pretty much stopped. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think you were just getting into it, and you were like, you know what, if they're going to make all these changes, and I was like, you know what, that's fair enough, that's fair. Yeah. But, I mean, how you like, how you liking jumping back into it, James? Like, it's, because I know you've played it before, so. Right. What's, what's, what's about this new content that has you, like, excited? So that's the thing, I'm not in any new, any new content yet. Everything I'm done so far, I've done before. Um, so, I guess my history with the game, I played it when the PS4 originally came out. Um, that was one of the games that carried over from PS3. I bought it on mm-hmm. sale then, so I'd have something new to play when the PS4 dropped. And I played real heavily with you and the rest of the base squad. Um, I think we had done pretty much all of the main scenario quests. And I think just in the, between that grind of waiting for new content, I fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. So Heaven's Ward is pretty much new to me. And everything after that storm song or stormbreaker or something like, not stormbreaker y'all know what i'm talking about the expansions are all new content to me <laughs> <laughs> so it's right now it's just kind of been like a refresher course but it's nice it still feels mm-hmm. good i'm trying out a new class completely i've never played tanks before oh wow so 
I'm learning how to be that. I was saying, what, what did you play before? I was always Dragoon. So it was uh, Melee DPS. Melee DPS. So, oh, so how, how's the queue times? How's that difference? Um, I haven't gotten to do any main, like, any real dungeon queues yet. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, though, because that was one of the things I used to, like, take me out of trying to get back into the game. It would even, take forever to get into a dungeon. Like, even early in the game, they still have, like, those instances where, like, it's you and, like, other people. But, like, I'm pretty sure, like, those, the queue times for those are pretty good mm-hmm. as a tank. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. Of feeling, that, like, a different sense of utility in the party. And then it seems like, from what I've learned in my experience, the tanks know the mechanics of the raids a little bit better than most other classes. Yes, yes. So you have to be on it. Like you'll, they'll throw you into situations where, even if it's weird, like even if you're like it's the first time you running through, you know, that dungeon, people still lean on the tanks on like leading them, like leading the party through the dungeon. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of you know. It, it, like it's, it's sort of like you know you're the glue. Like if, if the if the tank goes down, then you know that's when everything starts falling apart. Right. Yeah. But I think I want that pressure to help keep me focused, though. So I'm, I'm ready for it. Nice. <laughs> you know. But let's let's do it. But yeah, um, haven't gotten too far yet. I'm looking forward to playing more. I'm ready to go back now. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. Okay. Nice. Stuff. That's a good. Like that's a nice social game to play like i feel like even if you're not like actively playing with friends i feel like there's such a vibrant community there Mm -hmm. um that it makes it cool and easy i just continually hear so many positive things about like the the people who populate that game and make it a good experience which i think is the key to an mmo you know it stays full i've been in a queue every time to log in since i downloaded Mm -hmm. the game which is it's odd i had to wait for a minute but i mean it's healthy which is good and you know what? Like the community is, I at least for me, I didn't really run into any assholes. Like everyone, mm-hmm. like like specifically once we once I got into like doing like dungeons and uh, I don't even think like I guess a, a raid since like they sort of introduce you to like the raid stuff towards like the end of the game. Um, yeah, even when you don't know, like, if it's, like, your first time, like, you could say, hey, like, this is the first time I'm running this dungeon. And, like, the game will even, like, let you know, like, hey, someone in the party, like, they're fresh. They've never done this dungeon before. So there's, like, a sense of, okay, um, not everyone may know, like, certain things about this, you know, this dungeon or this area. So, like, I'll be cool. I won't, like, you know, cuss people out in the chat. So right. it's, yeah, like, I, I've, had a, I've had a great time with uh that game i might even no i don't have, I have no time for it i'm not even gonna <laughs> right but i, I yeah. but i do have to reiterate the fact that it's like free to play basically for like up until the second expansion so if you're unsure of if you like it if you're listening out there like it's worth it you get through most of the uh the game content and you can pay for in game basically what's what's in so. like another thing like to try and sell people on this on this game um, you're not like tied to any classes. So like James right now, oh, yeah. like if you know he's playing tank, if he just you know wakes up tomorrow and is like, you know what, fuck being a tank, I want to punch shit. Uh, he could do that. He he could just equip gloves, and I think that's what the the pugilist. Uh, you exactly. Have, like, you, like your your weapons are your classes. So if you feel like healing, mm-hmm. if you feel like um, uh, being DPS or tank, like all you got to do is just change your gear, and then like that's it's. 
pretty much has its own like leveling system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, like this there's, there's so much to do in that game. There's there's really a lot to do in that game. You could really like that could be I mean that's honestly one of those games where you could really like like that could be all you play. And, and you'd be good. I understand and you'd be good. I understand how like some people like they could do yeah. that. They could play these games and like still play it. Like for a while that was me and Destiny. Destiny mm-hmm. like every expansion, like all the stuff, like I would I would be there and dang, I sort of missed that too. Man, <laughs> just just talking about it. It's, good it's, times, it's, man. It's good times. Um, for Final Fantasy fourteen, James, mm-hmm. like as you're going through it or re immersing yourself in it, um, do you, how do you find the the narrative? Like, are you finding yourself really liking that? Because that's also besides the the community aspect, the story is something I consistently hear praise for. Like people say, you need to play this game. Like, forget the fact that it's an MMO. Don't let that scare you. Like, this has one of the best Final Fantasy stories. Like, period. Yeah, that. So, do you find that to be true? I feel like the premise is really nice. Um, I haven't gotten too deep again. Well, I don't remember too much of the story from before. I haven't gotten so deep into it that I can really comment on how uh, good the story is going to unfold. But I really do like the premise. So if you're unfamiliar with Final Fantasy, at least this version of it, the original MMO they tried for 14 did not work very well. Mm. And so they basically nuked the game and started over. And that's why when they relaunched, it was called A Realm Reborn. And that factors into the story. Like, in the opening cutscene, it's like it shows all the warriors of light facing off against the great evil. And then they go, but it wasn't enough. And you literally watch everybody on that field die. And then it's, it's like five years later, light starting to come back into the world. And that's just part of your story now. You're an adventurer starting out trying to, like, remap the world, basically. This is what yeah. it feels like. Evolution happens fast. Five years? Yeah. Jeez. You know, aetherite <laughs> stones and magic crystals. I don't know, bro. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I thought that was cool. I think this is going to be an interesting story. So, it's that it's got those classic JRPG feel. You're like the yeah. warrior of, of light. And it's like, it's your job to help with the calamity and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah, that's that's like a really intriguing concept to me just because it's hard for me to imagine an MMO story being compelling because I'm just so often clicking through all the quest prompts and just going like, all right, just show me the marker. Let me go fight it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't care about what you're saying. But most people say that this is it's really, really good. So that I'm I'm intrigued on that aspect alone. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting more into it. See what I missed. OK, cool. But yeah, that's enough about me. Rod, what have you been playing? Uh, I this week I've been playing uh, the same two games that I brought last week. Um, I'll be somewhat brief about Bowser's Fury just because um, it's I I've talked about it for the last couple of weeks, and also we have Mario Day two, and I'm sh- I'm sure that it will that will factor into our conversation then. Um, but I did roll credits on that game, uh, and I'm at about sixty cat shines, which I think you need fifty to beat the actual story, and then. Uh, there's a hundred in the world. So um, I'm going back like in the past few days, I I completed it maybe like three days ago or something. And I've been going back like every day to, for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour at a time, just like exploring. Um, I will say right now on record that like come the end of the year, this will probably be something that I like, I'll still think about and will probably be like a a contender for me, like on, on, on the list, on a game of the year list. Like Mm. it's, very good. It's uh, like a few hours long, but like it's the most fun I've had 
uh, in a long time. So, uh, yeah, it, it gives me those Odyssey feels, gives me those Galaxy feels. Um, it's it really is a spectacular game that I hope Nintendo kind of goes in this direction. Like if you would again, like I said last week, if you would have said open world Mario, I'd have been like fucking what but but this it makes a lot of sense this this is a great direction for the series to go in it really does feel like a breath of the wild type of reinvention um for for that franchise so i i've been super pleased with it um just as a total package like it's it's really really great and i cannot stress enough i know we talked last week again about like you know, it might be a hard sell for some people 60 bucks for a, a port basically uh, of 3d world but i really i, I don't regret spending 60 bucks like primarily for bowser's fury uh, at all like it's it's that good so yeah that's high praise yeah yeah it's really high praise i, I was thinking about that coming in i was like i'm probably gonna speak really highly about this game and every single time i pick it up like i i really don't have much bad to say about it like when i'm, I'm trying to think of critiques or things that could be better um I'm, I'm not coming up with a lot like the only thing i wish it had is i wish it had like a uh, a first person camera where i could kind of look and see like explore environments sort of um freely you the camera is actually free which mario games have kind of had that before you sort of got that in odyssey 64 has like a really rudimentary version of that um and you get something similar here but i would really like the ability to see the environment fully um just in first person i think that would be a neat addition i don't believe you can actually do that in bowser's fury it would just help with like finding certain shines and if i'm like trying to see any like hidden crevices things like that um but yeah everything's great here the soundtrack is perfect the the way that mario moves he hasn't felt this good since well yeah i guess odyssey like a full game ago um (laughs) that's that's the best i think mario has ever felt like when you're controlling him um you know and bowser's fury it does a lot to kind of accelerate that. I was even messing around with the photo mode. I don't fuck with photo modes much in games, really. Like, I, I mess around with them for, like, five minutes. I think, oh, that's cool, and then, like, put it down and mm-hmm. never touch it again. But in Bowser's Fury, I'm I'm actually kind of taking cool uh, screen captures, and, like, there's a lot of fun filters you can do. Like, there's a manga filter. It makes it look like a comic book. Um, and it's just very neat, very neat stuff. Uh, it just feels like Nintendo's playing around it, it bowser fury really does seem like they gave this to their like young team their b team and said do something with this like give us a cool concept and and it i think they did a really kick-ass job with it so i'm happy very happy with bowser's fury um besides that i've been playing more persona 5 strikers <clears throat> and this is a game i'm not gonna lie so i i sort of we we touched on it last week um a lot of the things that I said then still are the same now. Uh, it is, it's got that music, it's got the aesthetic, the vibe, uh, the characters. I think the writing is even a little bit sharper here. Again, the translation is, is it just seems very good. Um, but I don't know why, but the first, I put maybe 10 hours into it so far, maybe a little over. And it's, the, the first like five or six has felt kind of like a slog. I'm not sure if it's just like taking a while to get going or if it's like it, it throws a lot of systems at you so it, you know it is despite what you heard like it is a muso game like that's the base for it there's a lot of cool systems that make it different from those so more of like a hyrule warriors or age of calamity specifically like kind of like how that's not your standard muso like it it's a muso it's got muso dna but they're doing things with it that that 
maybe sort of elevated a bit. Mm-hmm. Same thing, same thing here. Um, you know, but they're incorporating a lot of the persona elements as well. So you could fuse your personas, uh, create new ones. Joker, the main character that you have, is by the way. Are you guys like tired of semi-silent protagonists? Is that I'm, like a thing I'm, that people? I am sick of it. I am tired. Listen, it's okay. 2021. Yeah, it's 2021. Um, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. And I feel like in like the narrative, I want the I want the story to be like, yo, like this person, like so. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to I think Crosscode. I think that's the name of the game. It's okay. an indie game that came out last year, and mm-hmm. they they explain the mute protagonist as like you know your character your character who's you're a digital character who uh you know when you wake back when you're waking up that or like being rebooted or whatever it is in the beginning of the game your your speech like program just like got corrupted or the file got corrupted so periodically like through the game the um the you know the the guy in the chair uh is essentially like Te- like not teaching you words, but installing words into your vocabulary. So you know, <laughs> at the beginning of the game, I think the first thing that the main character can say is like yes or no, or um, the you know your name, the character's name. So like that mm. makes sense. If you're gonna do something like if you're gonna do a silent protagonist, have it make sense, and like have and have like characters in the game acknowledge it, and and like that's what they do in that game. Like the character, like people will. Some people, you know how some people are like in their own world sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they wouldn't put two and two together. You know, they like some characters would be like that. Then some characters are like, "Wait, why are you repeating the same thing over and over again?" So, I I I think that sense of like continuity like is needed. Right. Yeah. The thing yeah. that gets me about it- Joker being a silent protagonist is that he has a voice actor. It, that's what I'm saying. That's what exactly what I was about to say is that it's extra weird in Persona because he's like not silent. <laughs> like he he doesn't have actual interactions, like voice interactions with his his people, like his friends or whatever. But like he has voice bits and lines and things that he says like during combat. Right. So it's just it's a bizarre choice that I don't understand. And in the anime, I which I ask, haven't seen, I, I was gonna ask how do they do it in the anime? Yeah, I haven't watched the anime entirely, but I have I've seen clips um, because I was going through like Persona stuff in the past week, and one of those things was like looking up a bunch of uh, Persona Five things, and and I was kind of digging into the anime a bit, like watching clips. He has like voice lines. He's a normal ass dude, like in that show. I just don't understand, and so it's really frustrating. I bring all this up, and I didn't mean to like sidetrack us. So sorry about that. But but oh, no, I, the. Good. The, the the main point I wanted to make is that it's it's extra bizarre, uh, uh, and again, this is way bigger than Persona, so I'm not trying to pick on, on this game in particular, but it bothers me when we have, like, this bonding and this party system um, where, like, everyone's kind of talking, like, to you or around you, and you have v- very much, like, no say in anything. Like, you select some canned response, which, by the way... None of it matters. I don't even know why that's a thing that you can do because, like, no matter what you choose, they've written the thing around it. Like, if if someone asks you, hey, Joker, is that a good idea? Yes or no. If you say yes, then someone will go, wow, yeah, you really are the great leader that we have. If you say no, then, like, Morgana will be like, well, actually, I can see what you're saying, but I still think we should do the other thing, which is just basically option A, just spoken differently. So, like, I don't understand. Like, this illusion of choice What's is – 
bizarre. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what the fuck? And Persona 5 d- does that too. It's just more egregious here because everything is so much more streamlined. So you don't have any of like the social links or anything like that. I think you can still do bonding activities, but you're not really bonding specifically to people now. You're just, you have one particular bond bar that anytime you, I think, I shouldn't speak too heavily on it because I'm not actually at that point. But when you do certain things, I think I help out people around the town, do side quests or do things with your um, your friends, I think. Like you, there's one bar for everyone and it goes up. And with those, when that bond meter goes up, you accumulate bond points, which you can then funnel into like getting more HP, getting more SP. Um, you know, you could get special abilities like heal yourself after a battle, things like that. Um, so there's a, a very heavy game mechanic at the end of that uh, carrot, basically. Um, and so, yeah, that I just find that frustrating, like, in this game particularly. Like, I, I, it bothered me in original Persona 5, but I didn't... I was like, okay, whatever. This is... I think it's harder to justify just because of the way the game is structured. Um, but, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, I also think that... Yeah, I, I do think it has a little bit of a slow start. I will say that the new additions, though, there are two characters who are newer to the franchise who um, is... I think they are becoming like central to the story particularly one of them who was kind of like on the outside of the, on the bubble but eventually uh he or she comes in and i think they make both of them make a very good impression um so that's very nice it's not often that you get like spin-offs in this vein uh where like the additional characters like can fit in they can slot in so well with the original team like i think that's a hard thing to do and they they really nailed it here um so yeah they're there's good things here, and there's bad. Also, this game is fucking hard. I got, like, eight game overs. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if you think Musos are easy. I tend to think that they're pretty simple. Uh, but this game is fucking difficult. So uh, just heads up if, if you know, you don't like difficult things. <laughs> and I think a part, part of that is that the game really holds your hand in terms of telling you what all the systems are but it's really up to you on how to apply all of it so you need to be kind of buying items like protectors amulets like weapons like you have to kind of be doing that all on your own the game never stops and says hey joker you think you should buy like a better weapon now (laughs) like no you're just gonna get your ass kicked and you'll figure out that you probably need to do that (laughs) um so a lot of trial by by error there so yeah um that's that's really all I've got for Persona Five right now, Strikers. I'm, I'm gonna I'm keep I'm gonna continue playing it. I'm still really early in. I think that I I know for a fact there's at least five or six. Uh, they call them jails. There's no there's no palaces anymore. They're just they're called jails. And I'm on the at the end of the first one. So I'm still super early in the game. Even though I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I've been playing this for like 30 hours already. Um, Oof. I'm I haven't even like done the road trip part yet. Like they haven't even like left. Uh, Tokyo or wherever they Come started. <laughs> I wish. I would, there's a lot of Yakuza references actually in this game, which is really cool. Hmm. Uh, I, I I forget that they share publishers, uh, Sega. So that that's really neat. There's a Like a Dragon reference like two or three times so far, um, and Sotenbori uh, or Osaka, which is a huge like location. If you've played any of the Yakuza games, it shows up in Zero. And I would say majority of them, mm-hmm. um, they, it actually shows up in the Persona game. So that's really cool. You can notice like a lot of the landmarks in there too. Um, but 
yeah, guys, that's that's all I've got this week. Uh, pretty light week, um, but but looking forward to digging more into that, seeing if if my feelings change, um, and if any other games come my way. But Chris, I I'm gonna I'm about to ask you what you've been playing, but I do notice that there is an omission on this list. Uh, acute listeners might remember we had a little bit of a bet. <laughs> I. Right. Don't see that title on here right now. All right. All right. So, I when I say I honestly looked for this game, it was it was mm-hmm. all right. So it was it was Sunday, and I was like, hmm, I actually have time to like sit down and play a game. Let me go ahead and find this game. Let me. I have my my Switch set up. Like I I haven't had it mm. like docked in like months. Um. Mm. So like it set all that up. I was like, all right, where's the game? I I knew I put a bunch of games in a box. Mm-hmm. Looked in the box mm-hmm. and it wasn't there. Mm. I'm dead serious. I honestly, especially for this episode, I honestly tried to find it. I promise you, episode 100, we're going to talk about this game. All right. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> I got to find that Chris, game. Chris, what you been playing? Oof, all right. N- not, not Mario Galaxy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just if, if people that are listening that don't know, just a reminder, that. Chris. If you can't find it, you need to buy it like ASAP. Oh, before they stop. They <laughs> before stop it's gone sell- forever. They stopped selling it already, did they? I'm well, pretty I sure I can, I can find it. I'm pretty sure I can find it. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I can find it. So, all right. So I have been playing. Um, so you know, I've said this in the past couple episodes. I'm at that point where I, you know. I like having like a, a, a main game, a game that like I could go through the story and like just sort of like dive into that. You know, I have like my multiplayer games, like like Borderlands Three, and uh, like just other games I'll, I'll sort of just jump into every now and then. But I like having like a like a go to story game. Um, Ghost of Tsushima doesn't have like a PS Five update, but I think they like had like the PlayStation Four like PlayStation Four Pro enhancements. Like I think they. I don't know if they did something to it. I don't know. Yeah, um, wait. Yeah, Ghost definitely got a PS5 upgrade. Yeah. Like, like yeah. So it runs way better. runs at 60. So is it a PlayStation 5 patch? Or is yes. it a, um, like, an actual, like, it's a PlayStation 5 upgrade? Because those are two different things. You could have patches that will have the game see that it's being played on a PS5, and it'll, like, let you choose different options. And then you have games that will actually like re-release. You have to re-download the game um, as like a PS5 version. So like that's something that if you don't know, uh, like games like Borderlands, games like uh, Destiny 2, uh, you actually have to go back and like make sure you have the PS5 version downloaded because if if not, right. you're, the whole time you're playing the PS4 version. And you're Borderlands 3. Yeah, it's a patch. no. You're. You're you're actually you're you're right because I think if you play the actual the tile it says PS4 it did get a bit game boost mode so I think it's like one of the only games where kind of both are true like it did get a, a patch that game boost patch um, but I don't think it's like an official PS5 SKU because that's that's the difference between what Microsoft is doing and what Sony is doing Microsoft is doing that smart delivery so you instantly get like you know those games no matter where you're actually playing but with sony they're requiring different SKUs mm-hmm. for their titles like they want native versions for them that's why um yakuza was a pain in the ass or at least part of it to to bring over to uh ps5 
I think God of War. I think God of War is the other <clears throat> game. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, those are patches. Yeah, those are patches, but mm-hmm. the game still runs. Am- I mean, of course, it runs amazingly. It does. Yeah. It's uh, and mm-hmm. like I'm, I think I'm. I, I'm not sure if it has like the balance mode, but like regardless, I put it on performance. I, I got to get the 60 frames. I think at this point, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, anything that I'm playing I, it has, it has to run, you know, at 60. Like there's, there's no excuse, mm-hmm. <clears throat> no excuse at this point. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I dabbled in this game before. Um, only played maybe like like two or three hours of it. So essentially, like those, like that first act that. Um, the the first like couple of missions sort of leading into other things and like I stopped before I was like it was so close to the PlayStation Five um, where I could like sort of drop it and you know come, say oh I'll just come back to it later and now it's later and I've come back to it and mm-hmm. the game just I I'm glad I did this because the game is just it's so beautiful it is an amazing <laughs> isn't it's, it's an amazing looking game even on yes. the PlayStation Four. Um, I was on a PlayStation 4, just, uh, like, OG model. Uh, so, even back then, I was like, hmm, this game looks really good. Can't wait to see how it runs on the PS5. And it, it looks great. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can honestly play this game just sort of riding around and just fighting Mongols. And, like, the game, the game just look, it looks so good. And just the animations and just... Uh, just the overall like just gameplay is, is just, there's something about it that's just satisfying. I don't I don't I'm just I'm happy with it. Like I'm really happy right now. Uh, mm. And the way I'm sort of tackling everything in the game is I uh, the, the, this game is, is sort of different. The with with HUDs in video games, you typically get like you know indicator markers all over the place. There's like a bunch of stuff on the screen. This game is really simple. Uh, you're not getting like an like a, a giant like arrow pointing to where you need to go. You know this game. It's you know you know unique thing about it is that you could swipe up on the D pad, not D pad, but the touchpad, and like mm-hmm. the wind, like the, the like in game the wind will sort of blow in the direction that you need to go. So you think right. okay, you know, the wind is showing you no, like the like you you see like the environment like shift around. So, uh, just seeing all that move 60 frames at like, you know, this resolution, like, it's just, it's good stuff. Yo, uh, was it sucker punch? Y'all, y'all did it. Y'all put, y'all, y'all put your foot in it. Y'all put your foot in this game. Is that a thing? Can I, I say, can I say that? Can I say that? This would have been great last year. I would have appreciated <laughs> this so much last year. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Um, do you feel regret for having cut it? I don't, but do you? Wait, am I the one that cut it? <laughs> am I the yeah, one that put, no. am I the one that put well, the bullet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> My bad. This man shot the dog and now he wants to go out and walk it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up, bro. <laughs> I, I do agree with you, uh, Chris. Like it, it is a beautiful game. Like no one can take that away. Like it is, uh, it, it is one of the best looking games of last year, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Um, I think the PS5 patch definitely like makes that more apparent. Um, I mean, I thought it ran great on PS4. I, that's how I played it, and I, I thought it was really good there. Um, and I do agree with your assessment that it's like a very chill game. Like if I had to, you know, describe it 
as such. Like, I think it, it's it's really relaxed. You and, know, and you know what? Um, what it is about that? Mm. And I figured, like, I was thinking yeah. about this. I think mm-hmm. the reason why, like, you can sort of like you you can sort of be chill is like it's because just you're a samurai, and I feel like this game specifically sort of it doesn't force you, but it's like to really learn how to play the game. You can't just run in and you can't just like mash it, you know, attack. You actually have to sit, you have to wait, you have to like, you know, I, I, I you know, I'm at the point now where I can sort of just like stand there, just waiting for like, uh, like the enemy to run up on me and try and attack me and just mm-hmm. parry it or like slip around and slice them in the back. And even when I get like, uh, you know, an opening like that, you think, all right, just keep mashing square, just keep attacking. No. You know, this this game, like, it, it will have the enemies, like, realize they're being attacked. They'll start parrying. They'll start doing unblockable attacks. Um, right now, like, there are times where, like, I can sort of go through Mongols and, like, it's easy. But then there are other times where, like, the, the difficulty sort of just spikes up. And ev- everyone seems to know what they're doing and they all want me dead. Everyone wants me dead. So I sort of, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate, like, those... You know those moments in the game where I can't. I honestly have to, you know, slow down. I have to sort of uh, just be strategic, like in the moment. Like I and like that's y'all. In almost a hundred episodes, when have you known me to be the person to wait? The post, the person to sit back. That ain't me. That's never. That's not. That's not. It's not on brand. That, that's not all. That's that's not part of SNJ Blackrock. That that's that's not it. But this game, it just works and it feels good. So honestly, I feel like you know, I you know, there was another game I purchased. I purchased um, Mortal Shell because that just got you know a uh, next gen update, and <clears throat> I think I'm gonna jump into that, finish that, and then finally jump into Demon Souls. Because I've had that since launch and never and like wow. I've booted it and I was like, wow, this game looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Died a bunch of times. I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm good. <laughs> so good I think um, I think I'm 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 back at that point where I'm like, you know, I'm ready to give this a, a you know a good college try. Okay. Well all you have to do is say the words and I will be there. I will be in your world. We will fight together. And and what they need to do, they need to do a patch. I'm surprised they haven't done a patch for Bloodborne. What are they? Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, someone, I've been crying <laughs> about say, this forever. I was going to say, someone clip this. That's next week, y'all. Hey, listen. If, if anyone has... If, 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 no, if this, it's been in... I've heard like stuff on like Twitter. I've heard like people talking about like how like it's there. It's either because of like a, like a potential PC version, or maybe mm-hmm. they're talking about you know, finally you know, doing like a PS5 patch. Or like a PS5 SKU, I think they're gonna do a patch. I think a lot of their first party games, I can see them just doing patches. Everything on the PS Plus collection should get a PS5 patch. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. what are they doing? Like, I nah, I really want to see Blood. Like, I feel like Bloodborne always looked good. The aesthetic of that yeah. game was always like the it. Regardless, it, it looked good. So I just want to see this yeah. 60 frames. I want to <clears> see. I want to see it like upscaled. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, as somebody who was kind of going through that game uh, over the course of last year with Atlanta, our, our mod, um, like 
the art design carries that game and it's hampered by like the stuttering the 30 frames per second it would frequently drop um the frame issues like it would hitch sometimes so like it's it it, technically it's not the best game but again the art goes a long way I i do think it has like some of the best art of the entire generation and i agree like 60 frames per second patch if you could make it 4k native i would eat that shit up so fast i'd play it again for the fifth time i, I don't care i don't know what they're doing though um they're they're just they pretend like the game just doesn't exist <laughs> which is wild it's, it's uh, so weird hmm. to me um like and you know yeah. and that's it's something like I, I hear a lot of people like they, a lot of people love bloodborne a lot of people who yep. originally like didn't like demon souls and dark souls like they got into bloodborne and something about that yep. game just clicked and i think you know i think you've said this before on the yep. show about that game like just fundamentally that game is different like on like yes, it like yeah. like the way you you fight, the way you play, it's it's the diff- it's a different mindset. Yeah. It is. It's more aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's more offensive. Uh, Demons and and Dark Souls is more. Those games are more defense. They're more focused on like memorization and like patterns. Bloodborne is too, but it's just faster. People like faster things generally. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's why I think that one is more successful. Yeah. So. You know, the, uh, you know, Ghost. You know, by no way, Ghost of Tsushima is no way like a, a, a Dark Souls type of like uh, difficulty. I, it is hard. I do. I die a lot in the game, but you know, mm-hmm. because of like the PlayStation Five um, hard drive and like just you know this overall patch. These I don't, did this game already have really quick load times. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Like when you were fast traveling to and from, it was amazing how quick it would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so you know, you know, this this update, I don't know if they've made it even faster, but that penalty of like dying and have to like sit at a screen, not knowing like how far they pushed you back, uh, mm-hmm. that that's just it's, it's something that um, sort of eases the process. It really eases the process. So, yeah, I'm still not used to not having to wait so long anymore. Oh. Like I'll see, I find myself hit a loading screen. I'll like just go do something else. I'm like, oh, I'm back already. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. And like jumping to like sort of jumping into my next game. Um, you know, last week I talked about the that the phone accessory, the phone controller, you know, Backbone. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's a solid controller after another week of you know playing different games. And before I even jump into the game, I want to talk about. Let's talk about mobile games. You know, I feel like mobile games, as in like as a, a a whole, is in a really like interesting position. There's there's you either have one thing or the other, or the other. You either have like your, um, I feel what what I feel like is like actual games, and it's, it's I don't want to say actual games because all of these are games. I feel like there's there's a a level of work that's put into all of these games, but. Um, I I feel like there are games that I'm playing right now, like the game I'm talking about, like uh, like Sky. There's a game. Um, what else did I play this week? Uh, like Into the Gungeon. Uh, primarily, you know, I'm on iOS, so I have Apple Arcade. If you have mm-hmm. Apple Arcade, which is a subscription, it's essentially like you know, uh, you know, when these games come out, it's part of this. It's like Game Pass. You, you just download it and you play it. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, because of Apple Arcade. That this is how I was able to play the you know the you know the Samurai Jack game that came out last year. Um, I still need to fin- play, finish playing Last Campfire, um, but like a lot of these indie games that 
are on the Switch that's, you know, on PC. They're now sort of putting on this service. And I'm like, yo, this is pretty dope. Like, it's a, like an actual, like, gaming experience in, you know, on your phone. So, right. um, you know, like I said last week, uh, the as, like, for the product itself, Backbone, um, it's interesting. It's real cool seeing what they're doing with it. Like, it's a solid controller. It feels, it honestly feels like I'm playing on a Vita uh, because of, like, how, like, the analog sticks are and everything. So, uh, depending on whether or not you like how the analog feels on the Vita or on the Switch, uh, that it, it really falls to you. So, like, for me, I played a couple shooting games, uh, Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty is stupid easy on this on the phone it's it's ridiculous what i'm it is ridiculous what i'm i'm not good at call of duty but i'm i'm good at call of duty on the phone and i just it's just i'm i'm in these lobbies getting you know i feel like like michael jordan i feel like lebron james like getting like 60 points and then like there's other people getting like three or four like why it's probably why it's probably Probably it it makes sense because Yeah, I was about to say, like, you, you have, like, this backbone accessory, and everyone else is, like, playing with two fin- <laughs> two thumbs in, like, their their doctor's office waiting for them to get calls. Right. <laughs> or something. So, yeah. I'm not saying, not, not shitting on your skills, Chris. I'm sure you're no, great. No, but... listen, I'm shitting on my skills. Listen, <laughs> I I can acknowledge that I, I'm, not, I'm not great at it. I'm not. But, you know, the game tells me, like, when I have, like, the, when I have, like, the whole setup, when I have the controller in, it says that, oh, it sees that you're using a controller, we're going to match you up with people using controllers. But I'm guessing is that they aren't, there aren't really a lot of people using controllers. So maybe to right. fill in lobbies, they're throwing me in with other people, and it's just unfair. It's just really unfair. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. I said, I, like, for shooters, even though, like, I'm doing great and everything... It it I, I I'm still not used to it. Like I still have to get used to just like how the analog sticks feel because they feel weird. They they feel weird, but not in like a bad way. It's just I I just know I just have to get used to it. It's similar to the Vita. It's similar to uh, like playing on the Switch handheld. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've had a couple of people see me use it. Like I've been like you know bringing it bringing it around with me. Um, so like I've had a couple people like look at me and like, yo, are you playing a switch? Like that looks weird. Like, what are you playing right now? It, it like, like, especially if you have like a bigger phone, like I have a, a 11 pro max. So like that screen is, is, it's a nice size screen and that's all screen. So, uh, some games it works well and I'm, I, I'm happy with that. But then you have games that are like the freemium, the free to play that you know some like when you watch like a tv or a movie like i always think of like black mirror uh that i think the second episode where they you know the the characters are like in this facility and they have to like pedal on the bike to make money and like they're bombarded with ads and like literally everything that they do is like they have to like pay for it yeah the daniel kaluuya episode there there's something about like that's a real thing in mobile games where every screen is like something flashing is like, hey, this is a sale. Hey, like here's a free pack. Hey, do you yep. do you want to double your coins? Watch mm-hmm. this ad. Man, I was playing Jetpack Joyride this week for the first time in years, and it's oh. become one of those games. Oh, I can't man. even play it anymore because every time you crash, yeah. it's like, oh, want to see an ad? Want to double your uh your your score? Want to watch five more? No, I want to play Jetpack Joyride. Exactly. <laughs> It's it's why like, th- this game isn't on my list, but it's something I played I think like two weeks ago and forgot to talk about it. 
but you know, like just playing games on my phone. I'm playing a game called I think uh, Simulacara. It's 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 essentially like one of those games that's like you know, uh, like it's not found footage, but like you're playing as a character who's like interacting with people on their phone, and like that's the gist of like this particular game is that. You're, you're friends with someone who becomes addicted to, like, a game that's essentially Flappy Bird. It's like a Flappy Bird clone. They're addicted to oh, it. Wow. They're like Flappy Bird. <laughs> they're, they're, they're sending out, like, the, the text messages saying, hey, you should play this game. If you play this game with me, you know, you get points, I get points. Like, all all that bullshit that you see in games, like, they, they did a really good job capturing that because that's a real thing. Like, these games are, desi- I think, fundamentally designed to either wa- have you watch ads... Uh, or have or just squeeze money out of you. Mm-hmm. I, either way, these people were making money, and I don't know. I, I think we're we're at a weird place with mobile gaming because uh, there are some games that are like that are sort of like a middle ground where it's not too much in your face. It's still in your face every time you boot up the game. It's still gonna say, "Hey, like there's a limited edition gotcha pack or something like that." Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, Dragon Ball Legends is something that I play every now and then that I sort of, like, I'm not paying money, but I am, like, doing, like, some, like, the, like the daily stuff so that I can get, like, the credits so I can save up four packs. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you know, the, the hamster on the hamster wheel type of thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we're, we're familiar. Good old hamster so, wheel. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I feel like there is enough content now. There's, you know. I feel like mobile gaming is is soon to be is going to be at a place where it's going to be normal to like you know play games mobily. Like oh, on that's your definitely phone. on the way. Like there are gaming specific phones now. Yeah, there there there's definitely that. So, um, if you if if you feel like you sort of want to jump into that, if you want to do remote play, because primarily I wanted this controller because whenever I'm at my girlfriend's house. She's using the TV, like she we're, we're watching something, or if uh, she was watching, she, she's watching something. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to watch what she's watching. You know, sometimes I I, I would want to play the PlayStation. So, uh, for the most part, I I got it so I could do remote play at her house. And you know, Chris, why would you why would you pay a uh, hundred dollars for a controller when you could just bring your own PlayStation and just play it on another TV? Listen, hey. Listen, I'm do I'm doing this stuff for you guys, so you guys can know, so I can review it. You guys are like, hey, you know, if it's good, if it's bad, I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. There you go. So it's all for work, the greater good. <laughs> for the greater good. That's what I. That's what I told myself to help sleep at night. So, so but was so the all, investment worth it? It is. I'm. I'm. I'm actually. I'm really happy with this controller. Like this is something that like. When I'm packing up for like you know to go out because like my days are long like I I I leave you know if I'm I'm either leaving at six in the morning or I'm leaving like at like eight thirty in the morning and coming back around like eight thirty nine so I have like I'm full I'm I'm out so I need my my portable charger of course I need my phone you know so you know different cables um now my backbone controller is in rotation it's going in the bag okay the EDC yeah that's what's up. Yeah, so uh, one game I wanted to highlight is Sky Children of Light, 
It is a open-world social indie game developed and published by that game company. So if you don't know, uh, that game company, they're the ones that made uh, Journey. Um, they made, like, I think, Flower. They made... Flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, an, there's another game. I think that they made that's there is one there's like three that they made that's long like this it's it's uh. it's pretty much if you played I, I, i'm not that's unfair i don't want to say that like they each of these games that they make they're different but this game is yeah. like specifically sky flow flow, yeah, flow. that's the other one sky mm-hmm. is i feel like a spiritual successor to uh journey it's, it's sort that's of all you had to say it's sort of the, it's the same concept where you're essentially um you're connecting with other people, and you'll see, like, these other characters while you're playing, but you can't talk. There's, like, no voice chat, no, you know, text chat, and you have to do things through gestures. You have to, like, go up to characters, and, like, I only played, like, a little bit of it, but, like, it's it's something that I'm, I'm like, it's in the rotation now, and, like, I'm, I'm ready to, like, like dive into it. Um... It's you know I, I walked up to a character like gave him like a like a flame like I think we high fived something like that I don't know and it, essentially we did something to open a door and I was like oh that's cool this is one of those games so mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm playing on a new iPhone so what's cool about games like this is that they understand that there are people that you know upgrade the iPhone every year but then there's some people that's they're, they're still rocking the iPhone six so. Uh, this is one of those games that will uh, has like the graphic like slider. So if you're you know rocking older hardware, you can still play the game. It just it's gonna you know run at 30 frames. You know the, the frame rate might be you know a little iffy. Or if you have a newer phone, you can just crank it out. And you know luckily I I, was, I saw that setting, cranked it out because I was worried the game was running a little chunky. Um, but there is like a um, like higher fidelity. 60 frames, you know, mode, but of course, that's going to eat up more battery, yada, yada, yada. So, mm-hmm. um, this game is cool. It's, you know, just like I said, it's, it's, it's essentially this journey. So, I'm excited to sort of jump into, you know, this adventure. Um, and it's on the phone, so I feel like it's perfect. It's something I can sort of jump into, play. Mm-hmm. I'll, su- I mean, I'll surprise this, this game was released. Hold on, I had it up. It was released in 2019, and to like jump into the game and still have like another person like still playing it that's cool people are still playing this game um yeah it's so right now it's out on android ios um there is a switch version that's planned to release sometime this year so uh yeah. you know next week of course i hopefully will have the time to play more of it and give more of like a you know what's this game about and you know all that but it's cool i'm liking it good it's a really good first impression Good. Yeah, I expect nothing less from, from the the people over at that game company. They, they really do special stuff. Mm-hmm. Journey is one of my favorite games of all time. Top top 15, maybe. Uh, it's it's really great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I had downloaded this on my phone um, like some time ago, but I actually just never launched it. So Same for, here. I don't even know why. So like when yeah. I think I, I looked at what I did like a Google search and I was like, all right. I need like games that like if I'm like if I have this controller I need like games to like play I need to like what are the best games to play, and this is one right. of the ones that popped up and yep it yep. had like the you know the little symbol like the little cloud symbol like if you've already downloaded it you can re-download stuff like I already yep. had that mm-hmm. and I was like oh I guess I've played this game and I guess never yeah. launched it so um, 
yeah go ahead go ahead and 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 launch it go ahead and bring it up play it it's uh is it like I don't even know how I'm playing it. Is it free? Is it Apple Arcade? Like what's it's I think it's free to play. Um I'm almost positive Let's it's see. free to play. Sky. Yeah. Children hmm. of the light. Yeah, because it, it does rely on microtransactions, so I would bet it's yep. it's a free to free play. To play. Game. Okay. So I'm gonna check yeah. So next week I'll let y'all know if you know I've pumped money into this game or if I'm tired <laughs> of seeing ads. <laughs> one or the gotcha. Other. Uh so the last game that I have and I feel like this is like the longest what you've been playing that I've done. In a yes, this it is. is. This, it, is, this is a nice this change. Is, this is different. I, I'm sitting back I and like enjoying. It. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so last game, you know, is something that off the like just I I've heard so much about this game in the last like two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, like just looking at my Steam library, I have friends that have already pumped in like ninety something hours. The game, <laughs> the game just came out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> how how are you? How do you have ninety hours? But that's neither here nor there. They know who they are, and I think they listen to the show too. So <laughs> you know who you are. Ninety hours. Let's talk. Like what? What is it about this game that I? And that, it's unfair because I am at the beginning of this game, and it's called it's, it's Valheim. It is essentially okay. Minecraft meets um, Vikings. I think I don't. I don't know if developers meet up and have a conference and it's like, all right, uh, you know, 2016, let's put bows in all of our games. All right, cool. 2017, right. let's like, you know, uh, have slingshots or boomerangs in all our games. Like this, I feel like there's there's a theme. Like there, there's and it's it's cra- it is crazy because a lot of these games, like by the time we finally get it it was in development for at least five plus years. So this isn't something where it's like, oh, wow, Vikings are trending. Let's make a game about Vikings. No, I think there's a conscious... This is... This, wait, so everyone, grab your, your aluminum foil hats. This is... I have... I have... This is a conspiracy. It, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. They, they, have to, they have to be in cahoots with each other. There has to be something that these... Like, people go off of to design this stuff. It makes no sense that, like, coincidence... I don't believe in coincidence. I, I believe in coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidence like mm-hmm. this. It doesn't make any sense. So Vikings are in right now. So essentially, this is your 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 survival adventure game, multiplayer mm-hmm. game, uh, and you're playing as like a Viking. And it's there are a couple things that this game is is doing that's pretty cool. Um. I like it's been a minute since I played Minecraft, but I think what sort of got me sucked into this game is that seeing that, you know, as most survival games, you know, you start off, dropped off or wherever, and it's all about, you know, starting off punching trees, uh, getting chased by goats, um, and just like just being like just really weak. And eventually like getting materials uh, building like fortresses, bases, uh, like these these survival games, like this, like there's a, a crazy end game where you're like crazy powerful by the end. Wait, so okay, um, so as you're doing this, are you? And, and I don't know much about Valheim here, uh, but when when you're going through all of this, if you die, is it like is it like a run based thing where oh, everything oh, no. resets? So it's like it's so so similar to Minecraft, where when you die, all like, everything that's on you like drops there. Okay, Dark Souls. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so like pretty much like, and there's also like 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 food and hunger. Like you 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 know, there's like a hunger system too. So it's a little bit of everything. Like things that you know we've seen in arc, things that we we've, we've seen this in games, but you know. I think there's a couple the Viking things. Version. There, yeah, there's there's a couple things that are going like going well with this. One, you know, it's of course like it's a new game. It's you know it's early early uh, was it early, uh, early access. access. And mm-hmm. typically with early access games, it's like you know they're they're asking for a lot. They they're asking for like thirty, forty, fifty bucks, sometimes sixty bucks for early access. How much is this game? Valheim is twenty dollars. Okay, twenty sounds fair. Twenty is extremely fair. I've had I've I've had like you know like I've wasted twenty dollars on stuff that I'll never see that twenty back. I'll never see it again. Mm-hmm. So um, Valheim for twenty bucks as a as a as a as a steal with the amount of stuff that you could do in this game. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. a creative person, it's all about like you know you is I'm still like digging into like the whole like like building feature like the whole like you know mechanic feature or like just uh like what i like is that whenever you get new uh resources the game will like tell you it's like hey you know you just picked up like you know uh stone here's all the stone stuff you can make you know um and then of course making that stone stuff you'll then go and like get better stuff then it's like hey you have this this new material now you can make steel that type of thing so, hmm. uh, you know, right now, like, I'm still early. I still, like, I, I just built a hut. Um, built, you know, I have a fire going. Um, sort of getting the lay of the land right now. And okay. I'm, I'm still really early game. And sort of just watching videos of, like, seeing people's, uh, their bases, seeing how, like, how creative people get. I can see myself pumping in a lot of time in this game. So like my friend, so, so so to be fair, my friend that has ninety hours in this game, mm-hmm. it makes sense. But please, yeah, go outside, <laughs> take a walk. <laughs> so See so, thing. as you are building, uh, I mean, you said it's a survival game, so obviously the the immediate goal is is to survive. survive. You eat, mm-hmm. provide shelter. Um, but what are you? Is there something that you're working towards, like as you're building so, or increasing your your ability to build and, things? And that's and that's why I like <laughs> about like the they they use the Viking aesthetic pretty well. So, mm. um, if if you're like on your you know Norse mythology and everything like that, like you'll you'll sort of be at home. Like there there's like a raven in North uh, Norse mythology that essentially like gets information for Odin and like goes over and give him information goes back to like the, like other guys regular people he's like the information bird that that trope okay. um so they pretty much use that raven to uh talk to you teach you how to play the game um once you sort of like start getting the lay of the land and start doing different things he'll sh- you know he'll see you'll see him like perched up somewhere and he's like hey you just did this or hey like these type of like enemies are nearby um something may happen if you fight enough of them so like it gives you it gives you enough information to nudge you in the right direction so yeah like loose objectives to follow exactly so Hmm. okay you you could do either one or two things and this is like how people play these games you can either i feel like this game does a good enough job where if you're paying attention to that stuff you could naturally just learn how to do everything 
and the game hasn't like really been unfair in that like whatsoever like that's great or if you have ADHD like me and you just you have to have like you have to know what you're getting yourself into you have to, you have to know like what's next what to do there, there is so much information about this game this game has like like a lot of like complex systems that like I haven't seen in games like this so um mm-hmm. I I just got to the point where like I could make like a uh pretty much like a, a rack where I could put food on it and like cook like raw like meat so in normal normal games you'll you know you'll you'll craft that you'll stick it and like you'll you'll use it this game is like it's, it's sort of realistic in in a couple of ways where to use that item to cook your meat you have to physically like put it over like a campfire or put it over like fire to actually cook your meat hmm. um <laughs> another cool thing is like when you're like you're building your your buildings uh games like minecraft like the physics like the, the physics are like you know they're not real so like you could essentially have a bridge that has no support and it's just floating in the air like that's minecraft this game isn't like that there's actually like a physics system where if you have like a second story, if you're trying to build a bridge, if you have no type of support, you like you, you could like you'll you'll set the material, but then it'll fall and it'll break. Hmm. So sort of like having to shift like my focus on like how to build stuff in this game, like it's right. it's sort of like playing these type of games like all over again because like it's been a minute since I've yeah. played a survival game like this. Um, like mm-hmm. I think I. I I've dabbled in like Ark. I've dabbled in like uh um I think what what's the Conan? I think was another game that was sort of like that. Um, yeah. Conan Exiles. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, like they like they're pulling in from all of these things and like it's it, it's a system that just works and it makes sense. So um I think more or less like what I said at the beginning of the show is more or less that like I'm falling into the hype and like I'm at that like point where like I I can see where people why people like this game. Okay. Yeah. Cuz it didn't make you didn't make it seem like that at first. You made it seem like this game sucks. I'm a, it I'm, wasn't good. I'm just ups- <laughs> I'm I'm just upset that I'm like You want me to know why I'm upset that I'm like into the, like I'm really into this game? What? So, uh in between the time that I have between my jobs, I uh I may I may have like 15 20 minutes. Of like extra time so i could either go home because my house is like on the way to the other job or i could um just go straight to work so normally i just go straight you know to the job i had extra time today and i was like hmm by extra time i mean like like five i had like 15 extra minutes i was like hmm on top of that like 20-ish minutes i might have because i i try to give my time because atlanta traffic you have you can never predict what's gonna happen um because of the extra time, I had like a good, like a solid, like twenty-five minutes extra, and I used that to go home and play Valheim. I'm sick of myself. I'm disgusted <laughs> in myself <laughs> for doing that. Is that good, huh? It's fun, and I'm only playing solo right now, so I'm not trying to get you guys, to stay, you know, buy the game, but like, yo, buy the game so we could, we could <laughs> we could run the server together. And and get like the full experience because like that's a whole different like you could play you could do all of this in co op. How demanding is it? Like on on your hardware. It it it. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, because I, I might be out of the running on that. <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll look that up. I mean, but like I said, it's, it's okay. early access. Like, the game doesn't look like, you know, it, it, doesn't, it, it shouldn't be too demanding. It's just that since it's an early access game, I'm not sure if it's optimized yet. Well, right, yeah. right. But, you know, we'll, we'll okay. definitely look at, at, at that, like, you know, off air. But sure. I feel like there's a whole aspect of this game that, you know, you have to experience in multiplayer. Because, you know, this game, it has bosses, it has, you know, certain events, it has, like, it has uh, dungeons, and as a dungeons, like, yeah, like, you know, these games are uh, randomly generated, so, like, you know, uh, apparently there are, like, these little caves where you can find loot and everything, so, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm not saying I'm ready to commit to this game, but, like, if, if people were like, hey, yo, like, we have, like, you know, we're, we're just now starting, and we have a server... I might jump into that. I feel like it's not going to be too demanding, Roddy. Yeah, it's, I don't it think recommends it like a nine seventy. That's from my like twenty fourteen. So okay, you yeah, I'll definitely try. I Me mean, for twenty bucks, I I could just refund it if it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm willing to try this for sure. That was actually the multiplayer comment was going to bring up something I wanted to ask you, which was what's the immediate benefit uh, of playing. Multiplayer, like, do you have you tried multiplayer it's, yet? So, actually? like the the immediate, like, I guess uh, it's just because you're working together, you're work, right? Yeah. So it's all about okay. you're working together. So of course, like you know, this game, I think it's it's I think it's shared worlds. So like if I open a chest, you know, that's for everyone in the server to like sort of fight over. So it's okay. it's, it's that type of game, but I feel like the it's all it's the immediate like positives it's just you know having someone to survive with so let's say for example we're playing together and i'm and we're like all right you know let's focus on like getting materials today so like i can have you go out and like collect rocks uh i can have james go out and like me and james go out and like collect wood and like we we all come back to our base and just like just build stuff hmm so that and then like like I said like there's um you know there are bosses that we could fight together, there's you know these dungeons where you get like extra loot and stuff like that. So they they you know as much as I I'm not gonna say I hate the Viking aesthetic, I I'm just impartial of it. I just mm-hmm. I don't sure. care about Vikings. Sure. I feel like aren't Vikings villains? Weren't they like raping and pill- uh, they're raping and yes. pillaging people? Like they they weren't the yes. best people. I don't. They're they're not good. They're not good people. No. I we're we. I feel like this past year we've glorified this past couple of years we've glorified like Vikings and I I know people are like they that's their heritage and like they that's that's where they came from. They're proud of that. It's good for you. Like I'm happy for you. Like this is your time. I hope that you are you are like living. Your best life right now, but mm-hmm. I don't. But I don't care. I don't. Yeah. Right, that's a legitimate feeling to have. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's still a good game. It's still. It still got me to instead of like going to work and sort of like just like like I usually just like just chill in my car. Either I'm listening to a podcast, listening to uh, like you know. I have you know you know how like there's like True Life. Remember that show True Life. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was on the episode, I'd be on True Life. I'm addicted to YouTube. Um, was it YouTube? Uh, like not the speeches, but like the, the like the written essays. I'm addicted to oh, video I, essays. 
I am addicted to YouTube video essays. I will listen to a a I'll listen to was it comicology uh, explaining like a whole like storyline from like a comic. Mm-hmm. I've listened. I've listened to someone explain Destiny lore. Hmm. I kind of need now. That. That's 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 when you know you you've gone too far. That's, yes. <laughs> there's there's that. There's like you know. Uh, the, the, like the YouTube slash Reddit, like someone using like a computer to like read all of the Reddit uh, chat and like just listening to people talk about stuff. It's it's it's. I don't want to go off into the deep end. I'm addicted to it. So that's normally what I do before going to work or on my way to work, or just I'll just listen to that stuff. Yeah, I mean that's fine. There's plenty out there. There's some really good stuff. So don't no no need for shame. Yep. So, <laughs> no shame today. That's why I've been playing, you know, a couple of, I think all of these I'll talk about again, uh, just as progress, uh, next week's, yeah. uh, next week's episode. Cause you know, I'm sort of like just jumping into a lot of these games. Um, yeah. so yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good week. Good, good week for your video games. Nice. See, up. I think there's a correlation between like the good week that you've had and the amount of games that you've played in the last week. That's a really good point. That's crazy. Cause like with everything that I'm doing, especially during like yeah. this week, last week and next week. Mm-hmm. I really shouldn't be playing video games. I really <laughs> shouldn't. But yeah. but it's the glue that holds my sanity together. Yeah. So you should that's keep playing video games. That's, I, I think there that's you go. the sign. That's the sign. It's a sign. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go ahead and jump into our news for the week. And, you know, spe- speaking about, you know, uh, I was, I was going to try to find a way to like correlate the two, but... Uh, let's talk about Microsoft uh, finally completing the acquisition of Bethesda. It's finally here. It's finally mm-hmm. like it's finally official. Speaking of good mm-hmm. weeks, there you go. There we go. That was very. It was a very good week for Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda. That's a huge. That's huge. Gigantic. Gigantic. So many games. Um, so if many you, games. Like just if, if you want to, if you want a quick, you know. You know what's what, like what we're getting with that. You know that's the Wolfenstein, that's your Fallout, that's your Dishonored, that's your Doom, that's um, Sky, like the Elder Scrolls, that's Rage. I don't know what this last game is over here. Honestly. Fallout? That's not Fallout. I'm, I'm, uh, did we say did we say Prey already? Prey, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Prey. Wolfenstein. Okay. Yep, it's a hmm. lot of games. It's a it's lot of games. Do, I mean. I feel like Elder Scrolls carries that entire. Like, I mean, there are fantastic games on this list. Mm-hmm. Like the, everything that you just named, wonderful. Elder Scrolls, I think, is like a juggernaut of epic mm-hmm. proportions. Like that, I think if Bethesda was only that studio, it would still be fucking huge. Um, so the fact that they have the Fallout's, they have the the, the Wolfenstein's, um, I, I think it's wonderful. Um, but continue, Chris. I have further thoughts on this, but. But continue. No, I mean it's all right. So this is this. Here's the conversation that I'm just I am ready to have, and mm-hmm. you know I've sort of seen it on social media. I've seen it on mm-hmm. you know uh, just just in a gaming you know sphere. I've seen it, but we're at this point now where Xbox they've been buying studio after studio, and there's a weird narrative that. Because Xbox is, you know, they're, they're, 
because they like they're so willing to like you know bridge the gap with Nintendo. They they've been so like w- like they've been like the forefront of like the whole like cross gen like the cross platform type of thing mm-hmm. that people automatically assume that this acquisition means nothing. That you know the next Elder Scrolls game will be on everything. Um, no, hmm. no. That's 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 not the case, y'all. That's not how that works. Like, no, that's not. I, you know, for the longest, I feel like for some reason, everyone's, you know, everyone's against Xbox. Like, Xbox has been like it's been an uphill battle for them for the last. They've been an easy target. Yeah, been really easy target, and they did it to themselves. Yeah, like through the beginning of this gen. I mean, and they they deserved it. Yeah, yeah, they honestly deserved it. But I feel like their their bounce back. It's about yes. to be stupid. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it's already happened. Like, shit. All you need to do is start releasing the games now, which have taken time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, we're going to sp- start seeing those probably, I would say, in 2022. I don't think we're going to get anything major outside of Halo this year. Um, could be wrong about that, but that's my feel. Um, but you're right. Like, the, the, the bounce back is insane right now. Like, I, I don't think I've seen someone do that in this industry quite like this in a minute i think ps i think sony did that between the ps3 and ps4 generation Mm -hmm. um kind of but i think that this is like an even bigger leap i feel like it's huge because they're they're making major waves and uh just the the community they're making major waves and just like just in everything like they're they they're pushing for a lot of change and i'm here for it so, 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 so the people that think they're going to be playing, you know, the next Elder Scrolls on the PlayStation Five, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see you crying on social media about, oh, it's unfair what Xbox is doing. They're buying out all this stuff. Shut up. Just stop it. Because the whole time, you people like you have been saying that, you know, Xbox has no games. They don't have exclusives. Well, Microsoft just got that fact checked from um um from bill gates i know that's not how it works i'm just i had to put it into it that's not how it works that's not how it works at all but they just got that fat check and like they're 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 spending stupid money right now they are they are they're spending so much money that i am i i hope like not hope that's unfair i just want to see people eat crow is that fair to say that's fair to say okay because xbox yeah i mean xbox is a great great place right now because i feel like personally uh you know i've 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 done you know i i try not to like like i understand that like you know being like the gaming industry just the gaming gaming in general as a hobby is an expensive hobby right it's an expensive hobby you know i am conscious that you know um i you know you have to spend money to to play these games Mm -hmm. uh you know you have to like for us, you know, I think all three of us, we, we have both systems. So that in itself, yep. like, I feel like I'm blessed because, you know, I have the income sort of to, to, to put into this. You know, yep. it's, I have the income to, like, support this hobby. So mm-hmm. um, if, first and foremost, I, I, I just want to, like, I, I'm appreciative of that. I, I just, I don't want to take that for granted. But at the same right. time, I could, I could look at, like, you know, back when I was a college student, back when I was in high school, back when I didn't have money. Back when, you know, growing up in a house where it's like you, if you have a system, you could only have one system. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like right now, 
Xbox is in that place where if you're gonna have one box, it's gonna be an Xbox. It and I don't people are like sense. people are like, oh, you're an oh, Xbox wow. shill. If you if you look at like the time that I have, it's crazy. If you look at the time that I have being played on my PlayStation Five versus my Xbox, I'm mostly on my PlayStation. That's where like this whole like you know console versus console thing is so stupid to me. Right. You know, so like me me us talking about Xbox, giving Xboxes praise right now. Like I don't want that coming off as like oh you know these guys these guys are Xbox shills like they're getting paid no. they're getting paid by Xbox. No, they me. don't talk to us. They don't not yeah. yet anyway. <laughs> so I, I would say, I mean, look, if you've listened to the show at all, at any capacity, you would know that this is not like some Xbox show or PlayStation. or Like, we don't, we talk about everything mm-hmm. equally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you guys have beast PCs, like great PCs. Um, I have a middling one that can play some stuff. I can't play everything. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, yeah, we, we truly do, like, have everything here. That's one reason why I like... I, I really like the show that we do and the way that we do it because I, I feel like we give the coverage. We, we just like games at the end of the day. Right. Like, you know, we talk about, like, the the industry around them and, and what certain companies are doing and why, the, you know, that type of thing. But but I, I don't think – I don't really know if I could tell you if I have, like, a straight-up preference at the moment. I have my PlayStation in my living area and my Xbox in, like, my, my bedroom. So, like, it, I have – they're not too far away from each other. Um, I do spend more time on my PlayStation right now because I spend more time, like, outside of my bedroom. I don't spend, like, all my time in there. So, like, that's just the nature of it. But, like, look, you're looking at Game Pass for value. Right? We're going to say that. Right. And we're probably going to keep saying it. Like, the value is insane. Chris, you just said something about, like, how... Um, you know, Microsoft is like the console for people who have one box. I would also I would add to that and say Xbox is the console for people who want to play a wide swath of games for the lowest amount of money. Mm-hmm. And it just like, got bigger. Just, exactly, and it just got bigger. And I understand. And look, I, and I am saying that with the understanding that yes, this is a move that consolidates the industry. Consolidation under capitalism is not inherently a good. Thing. Like, I, I understand that. I do. And, and on its face, under that context, yeah, those people have a point. But the, with the situation as it is, like, the checks have been written. The thi- it's, ha- it's happened. It's, it's, it's done. It's, it's done. It's here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is no longer just, like, a rumor or just, like, an announcement that it's going to be in. Like, they are under Microsoft now. So those are Microsoft Studios. Even going back to the first thing that you said, Chris, because you said that a lot of people were asking – is this going to be like on other consoles? Um, I, I mean, the press statement for that was straight up. Well, they said some. They said some, some titles mm-hmm. are going to be exclusive. I think that's smart. That is clever. That is leaving the door open for an Elder Scrolls potentially, like down the line. Maybe you give like ex- yourself exclusivity for like a year or two. And then maybe port that game to other systems. So, I, I don't. I don't know if that's happening. So, so that's, that's something that I wanted to say is that you know, yeah. it, like, of all like all companies go do this with, I feel <clears> like <throat> like Xbox was the people to do this with. Yeah. If this was PlayStation, we would never like not there's there's not even we would never see these games on on the Xbox. If this was Nintendo, we would never see this on 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 anything. Not even mm-hmm. PC. So I feel like this like combination works so well. Because Xbox, I feel like, like you said, you just said this, I feel like these will be timed exclusives. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like these will be times exclusives. And hopefully, because I, I mean, but I think it's a given. Most likely it's a given. But these games are all going to be Game Pass Day 1. There's so much value now. Even more value on Game Pass because of that. Uh, like Just the value I've gotten from Game Pass in the two, three years that we've had it. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, the, the games that I've played on it, the games that I would have missed out on, um, there's something about just like, oh, like I've never played this type of game before. Let me just download it. Mm-hmm. It's it's to me. I think like, hey, this is this is what Netflix did to for movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like you're just making bridging the gap, making it easy for people to consume the media. That's what's important. That's what like that's that's how you become a trendsetter. That's how that's how you take Netflix, who was trying to be bought by Blockbuster. Like completely flip the whole field on its head and become like a, a, a leading thing. So and now everybody um, has a Netflix. Exactly. Now everyone wants to be Netflix. Right. Par- Paramount yeah. Plus. And- Paramount Plus just launched. Right. HBO like last week, last month. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you you see people and the thing with Netflix, kind of going off of that example, is that they're everywhere. You can watch Netflix on your phone or your tablet or your laptop or your TV. Like they're doing. Microsoft is following that path. They're following that footstep mm-hmm. of saying, "Hey, X Cloud, play this thing on your phone. Use your backbone accessibility or uh, accessory to like, you know, play on your phone or on your tablet or whatever." Like, I, it's only a matter I, of time I, before you see like. Yeah. An X Cloud button on your TV remote, yeah. right next to your Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that's the next move. They're going to make some sort of TV native app, and and you'll just be able to just plug it in. You don't even need the box anymore. Because Microsoft at this point, like, I'm not saying they don't care about the hardware. They they definitely want to sell it, but their software is where it's at. That's where they're making the investment, mm-hmm. not the hardware. Yeah. So I think you know this happening, this being solidified, like this is you know. This is the this is a step into like I I feel like it's gonna shift the game. It's gonna be it's gonna be different. Yeah. Like the the ability yeah. to be part of that conversation, that day one conversation of like a new game, because you know, like I said earlier, like you know, I I I've I've I I know where I came from. Where like if I'm gonna get a game, there's like I could only get maybe get like one or two games a year. So, yeah. so if birthday. that if that you know it's probably not going to be day one, and it's probably going to be used, you know th- this whole you know what Xbox is doing, like being able to play Halo Infinite day one, being able to play you know the next Fallout, being able to play the next Elder Scrolls game. That's day th- one. Like like th- like I just want people to understand like this isn't just like a this isn't just they bought some studio like they they fucking bought Bethesda like the Elder Scrolls is not just like an RPG series like it is the RPG series I remember when that game came out there were people who play like Madden and Call of Duty only who were playing Elder Scrolls like they wanted to see what the new Skyrim was about because like it was like some open world new thing like and the same thing make no mistake will happen with the next one with six like when that game releases that will be a Grand Theft Auto sized type of fervor like in in that in the industry, mm-hmm. like and, and the fact that they have that they have that exclusivity to it is just wild. You need to either have a PC 
or Xbox to play that game, I think is just, I don't think it can be understated at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that is one of the biggest franchises in gaming, period. And, and shout out to Xbox for, like, even, you know, they did this, like, a couple of years ago where they opened up their first party games to PC. That's a whole, that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing, too. Like, you know, being mm-hmm. able to, you don't have to own an Xbox to enjoy Xbox content. It's a, like, yep. Microsoft and Xbox, like, Xbox as a whole is a brand now. Yep, and I think right, that's, exactly. they're thinking differently. Exactly. Exactly. So, man, that could have been, like, the whole show topic. That's a, you know, <laughs> that's just, that's just one. This, this week is, is real light on the news, but I think, you know, they're, two impactful stories so that's why that's why i'm I'm happy about this week so yeah microsoft has has acquired bethesda that's as done so next up let's talk about uh you know we we try not to delve into rumors but this is stuff that like it's it's being said like this these are things but yeah uh there's you know new nintendo console dev kits releasing uh you know that's out in the wild and That's pretty definitive too. Yeah. Like when dev kits are going out, that that means something's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, you know, this is for essentially you know, what's going to be the you know like the next Nintendo console. Well, not next Nintendo console, but what everyone's saying is going to be like the next Switch, like the, Switch the Super Pro. Switch. Like, yeah. I, it, it, yeah. I was like Super Switch. That's Super Switch sounds nice, but then I like I don't know. I think I think Switch, and I think of being beat as a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, All right. so Super Switch that before. Super Switch, like it slightly scares me. Oh my god. There's a there's a name that like I have to like look over my shoulder. Okay, Super Nintendo Switch. Is that better? That's a lot better. That is so much better. thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's so much better. <laughs> wow. So poor guy. All right. With uh, the information that's out about this dev kit, you know, we know that um we're gonna get four K when docked. Uh there's uh O L E LED screen, which if yep. you had their original Vita, you know how bomb those screens are. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, that's like yep. those are those are really good screens. Seven inch uh, screen size. Seven inch, and which I think is pretty cool. We're gonna hopefully see by holiday twenty twenty one. Yeah, and that's in comparison. I think the the light, the Switch light, mm-hmm. or is it called a light? Yeah, the light. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's like five inches, and I think the regular is six. So mm-hmm. we're going up one, which I think is still impactful because it's such a small, like, or portable device anyway. Um, I, I do think adding the extra, you know, would matter mm-hmm. uh, in this particular case. Yeah. That, that's cool, but, you know, this is what we want to see. Like, if we have, you know, this amazing screen, you know, right now, yeah. like, what is being said is that we're getting 720p still. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Come on, Nintendo. Pump it up to uh, 1080, you know. That is kind of wild that, like, it's going to be OLED screens outputting 720p. That actually just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's counterproductive. You think so? Yeah. I think it's working against itself. I think it's an energy thing. I, yeah, I do agree with you, James. I do think you're right about that. I think in order to extend out that battery life, you got to go with something that's not going to be too intensive on the power draw. And then going back yeah. to a Vita... That wasn't running at 720, and those games look pretty solid. So you extend that screen up about what another inch, increase the resolution. Mm-hmm. I think it'll look fine. I think once you get it in your hands and you're like really looking at it, that you won't miss that 1080p. So I think what's going to change it is that with the power, this new power of the system, 
I think we'll get you know smoother frame rates. So that's, that's what I mean. That's what's gonna make it look better. It's not that's what I want more than anything else. True. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, as I was going through Bowser's Fury, uh, like that's something that came to mind. Is it looks fine on the screen, but when you play that thing in handheld, it's it's a clear difference. Like it, it runs worse, like notably worse. And I don't play a lot of Switch games where I notice that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about time that something like this comes out. I do think. And I'm curious what you all's thoughts are on this, but as I read this this news, like I think that the intention is really not even to be playing it portably. Like to me, I feel like the intention mm-hmm. is for people who are going to be almost exclusively docking it. Yeah, I so that was my thought process too. I, I think with um, you know how the switch was like the the middle road, and then you had the light, which was only portable. I right. I was sort of expecting like this, you know. Super Nintendo Switch, Switch Pro. I was, I was like, I wouldn't have been mad if this was a just plug up to your TV type of situation. I would not mm-hmm. be mad at that. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, like you'll lose out on the portability. Like I understand that, but if I'm able to play, you know, uh, this new Pokemon Legends game that's coming out, if I'm able to play that with like uninterrupted, you know, frame rate. 4K visuals, I I could care less. Like I'll I'll play that game at home. We'll we'll finally have a your you know the the next gen home Nintendo console because I I still feel like the Switch is a lot of people use it as a portable system as a handheld system. Yeah, me that's me. I play ninety five percent of my stuff on on um on portable. Mm-hmm. That when playing Bowser's Fury for those like three four hours or however long it was, yeah, uh, like that's that's the only time I've docked it out of like maybe three or four. All right, so mm. I'm I am so ready for this Twitch episode because I was about to say clip this guys. Listen, <laughs> Nintendo, this is this is easy money. Like, just send me some money for this idea. We give <laughs> we're, we're giving we're giving out like just blueprints this episode. Okay, if Nintendo were to release, you know, the Switch Pro. As a you know home console, you know you can't take it you know with you, but then release a app on your phone where you could stream it to your phones. You're asking Nintendo to do too much. You know their online service is not where it needs to be. Weren't they working with Microsoft? Like wasn't what, there, wasn't wasn't weren't there stories like a year ago that Microsoft was like uh, like Nintendo like reached out to Microsoft to help them work on like their online servers or like online stuff? I think that was the opposite though. Oh was, wait, I think it was like Xbox is like we'd be down to, but they gotta want to. Mm. I'm just you guys aren't talking about like the Xbox Live integration, are you? I was. It was more or less like just a blanket. Like it was that, and okay. just like I, I heard that they were just working together. So okay, because there was like that whole thing with the Cuphead where you were supposed to be able to log into Live or Ori, which mm-hmm. you actually can, I think, connect to Live, but it's to like transfer, I think, uh, trophies or achievements or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting. But yeah, like <laughs> have this home console that you're able to like just stream to your other devices, stream to your other screens. You know, if you want to uh, like blow it up on your like, if you want to stream it to your PC, you could do that. Stream it to iPad, do that. I mean, it's a good idea. So I at that, know. so seriously, at that point, you know, you're you're gonna get 
I mean, of course, you're not going to get the 4K resolution on your phone, but you're going to get a damn good resolution. You're going to get something nice. Um, you're streaming it, so you're going to get the fr- the frame rates as well. It's just it, At that point, it's just going to fall down to your internet speeds. So I think yeah. for that, we sort of have to look at how internet is over in Japan or just, you know, because I feel like they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're going to worry about like what their home market is, you know, looking like. So if the internet situation is, you know, uh, if it's passable, then I can see them doing it. But if it's something where it's sort of like in like the whole, like the, the other, like the, like everywhere else where there's just so like, there's so many pockets of like no internet, or people that just have really slow internet, like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's it's gonna be a toss up. But I feel like that's the risk that they could take. I feel like pe- people will yeah. eat that up. But that exact statement about them focusing on the home market is why I feel like they wouldn't go that route, at least not yet. Yeah, because Japan is so portable heavy. Yep, and I feel like the Switch was a gamble in itself already that. You know, I think Reggie made a comment where he was like, you know, if the Switch didn't pan out the way it did, Nintendo would have been in a really, really tough spot. Yeah, because it would have been coming off of uh, the Wii U, mm-hmm. which we already know was a disaster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know if they want to, you know, keep, you know, keep playing it safe or start making, you know, start catching up to the rest of the industry. That's what they. Which it's not them. That's not them. I know that's not them, but like if. Why hold yourself back? They don't, though. I don't think they do. I think that their strength is their focus in other other areas. That's just all that is. Like, I remember there were comments about um, what the next console would be after the Switch. And one of the statements that stood out was like, until we can do something different, we're not really worried about what the next thing is going to be. Like, their their thing is innovation over everything. That's why we ended up with the Switch. That's why we ended up with the Wii. Because they wanted to do something that everybody else wasn't doing. So, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And that, that innovation is how they ended up with uh, one of the biggest characters in video games ever. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about our topic <laughs> for the episode. Nice. Very nice. So good. Thank you. So Thank good. You. Thank you. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up with uh, talking about Mario Day, which is March 10th, if you, if you, if you couldn't catch that. Ah. Don't, don't let that go over your head. Mario. Oh, ah. It's clever. Good one. That's pretty good. But yeah. I mean, this is a day that, you know, typically uh, people celebrate Mario. And, you know, this year specifically, what is it? The 35th? 35th. 35th anniversary. You know, I, I think... Honestly, now that this day is almost over, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get any, like, big news on Mario today. Yeah, not really. You got a couple, like, piddly-ass sales on the eShop, and that was it. Hmm. Typical Nintendo fashion. but Three, 33%. That's what we get. Not even a 50. I can't even get a 50% off. Was there ever a 50% off on a Nintendo sale? Um... Not on any of their first party games, I don't think. I think the closest you get to that is like the Kingdom Battle, but they didn't make that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that is a high quality plumber, man. Hey, listen, get he's, a, he's a superstar, an all star. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, let's let's talk about Mario. Let's talk about like our experiences 
with uh you know just this franchise um you know rod you know you've you've just come off of you know the the 3d all-stars so yeah that's that's fresh uh in your head like how how do you feel at, like at this point playing through the 3d all-stars and then yeah. also playing through bowser's fury which is like the latest in mario yeah mm-hmm. like how do you how do you feel uh, um... how do you feel everything's heading Oh, I, I, after completing Bowser's Fury, I absolutely think that that's the next title. Like, it will be an Odyssey-sized title, I imagine, um, with the the Bowser's Fury aesthetic to it. So, like, the open-world concepts, I do think that... So, with Bowser's Fury, um, it is based off of the 3D world templates. So, I'm talking about, like, the the um, visuals, the even the moveset. So, like, if you play 3D world and you jump into Bowser's Fury, it feels, like identical because they are like those assets placed in that game um so i do think that with the newer one they'll probably create their own um their own assets and so an odyssey type situation where it's like will be familiar things but it will put an open world spin on it i am so beyond excited to see like what they what they do with it um that's where i actually think the future like it has is going um at this point I did see people say that beforehand, and I wasn't sure how to take it. But after having completed it, I absolutely believe it. Um, that's that's definitely where we're headed, for sure. Um, you asked about the, the All Star Collection, like how I feel. Like surprisingly, I just played like four Mario games back to back, and honestly, I feel pretty good. <laughs> like it. The, something I wanted to say, particularly today during this segment, is that as I was kind of thinking about what I could, you know, how I could present all of this is that Mario has always been a franchise that for the most part, outside of maybe like (laughs) Sunshine, um, I have felt really happy, creative, and inspired like while playing these games. Like those games have evoked those sort of emotions within me uh, consistently, almost every time. It's really difficult to imagine myself playing Galaxy, Odyssey, um, even 64, um, which is arguably maybe, you know, it was the world's first, first foray into 3d gaming. Um, so like, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and Bowser's Fury 3d world, all of these titles, even 3d land, um, underrated. Gem. I play it is. Yes, totally. Thank you, James. Yes, mm-hmm. it is absolutely an underrated gem. Um, and I cannot imagine playing any of those games without a smile on my face. Like, at, you know, throughout the majority of those that my time with them, um, that's something I tried to convey as I was telling you guys about Galaxy um, and Bowser's Fury is that like they, and, you know, I, I those are the type of emotions that I have. There's always like sweeping scores, especially later on in the series, like with Odyssey and and, and Galaxy. You have like these orchestral uh, melodies that just kind of inspire something within you that I find to be pretty special. Um, and it's something that's difficult to capture as you get older. Um, I, I think it's 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 hard to go back to those times when you used to be like in single digits playing like the original Mario Bros or Super Mario World or Yoshi's Island, which I, I really love. And that game has a special place in my heart too. Um, like it, it's hard to recapture that magic, but Nintendo manages to do it with Mario nearly every single time. Even the shit that I hated in Sunshine, like there were still charming parts of that game. Like Delfino Plaza is a wonderful place. Like it's a wonderful place to be. Like it's, um, it has a vibe. Like all the Mario games have a vibe, and and I I definitely I love that. I I love that. That's that's kind of what Mario at least has meant to me 
in the past. Can I can I say that? Mar. I mean, honestly, Mario is like the only character that has like this type of range, where yeah. he could have all these mainline games that are so mm-hmm. different. You have like your two mm-hmm. D games. You have yep. your three D games. You have mm-hmm. your RPGs. Mm-hmm. You have your sports mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. You have your um, rhythm games. Else? Rhythm <laughs> games. You have uh, your mobile games. Like just they, the Nintendo has has done it. I'll give them that. They, they have done a great job using this character to pull in so much money because you know you have people like me that I I don't have like the attention span to like make it through a traditional Mario game. Like there's there's only been like I think Odyssey and I don't think I've ever finished a 2D Mario game. Mm, okay. Never finished Not it. even Yoshi's Island. Not even Yoshi's Island. Never have oh, wow. never just like could like stick to it. But okay. I've I've stuck to the RPGs. Mm-hmm. You know like you know those type of games, you know they just catch my attention or you know that's the type of games yeah. I enjoy. So yeah. You know, to to have a character who has range like this, that you know, you could get anybody to play Mario Party. Anybody could really pick up Mario Party. It's so simple. It's just a party game. You're just, mm-hmm. you just. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. I'm just audio right now, but right now I'm just moving my arms. You have to. You just. You're <laughs> you're waving your arms. As a sense, all you're doing. You're just doing just yeah. motions. It's come yeah. to that point, but it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, Mario to me is like the epitome of creativity in games. Uh, every time, you know, uh, I, I do think that that's. Oh, go ahead. I was like, even no, even with that, even when N- Nintendo's like, oh, you think you could make a, a better Mario game than us? Bam, make your own Mario game. Mario Maker, <laughs> boom, and a sequel. Try it again. It's crazy. Yeah. It makes you, and that, those games particularly make you appreciate like the the normal games just as much because you see some really fucked up levels, <laughs> like in in Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. You're just like, dear God. Um, I mean, playing that the, the original Mario Maker, it made me actually kind of go back to those other games and go, ah, you know what? I do kind of, I love the Super Mario World aesthetic. Let me go back to that. Go play a few levels of it. Um, that absolutely made me do that. And I love what you said, Chris, about like all the different kinds of genres and, and games that he's dabbled in. I, I didn't even bring up like M- Mario and Luigi, like that RPG series, which is astounding. Mm-hmm. They have they made three of them, and they're all fantastic. Uh, not to mention the Super Nintendo Mario RPG, which is still a classic, still great. Geno and Smash. With, uh, Mar- <laughs> Dude, put Marshmallow Man and Smash. Ooh. Um, like so, I watch, I watch I really watch me get that before we get Gino. I'll be so fucking pissed if Sakurai You're not getting did that. Gino, bro. <laughs> oh my god! No, and, and know what? I feel like because of that, that would oh man, the salt and the rage. I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing I'll say about my little um, comments here about Mario, but like the the thing, the thing I love about Mario is that uh, the developer philosophy behind it, which is to present you with a challenge, iterate on that challenge, and present it again to test your skill as a player. Uh, That's what Galaxy does brilliantly. Odyssey does that uh, quite a bit. Um, And I I think 3D World and Bowser's Fury both do that 
exquisitely. Like it really does test your ability as a game player. It's just pure unadulterated um, fun and gameplay, raw gameplay. Like if anybody was like, what is a video game? Like if aliens came down today, we're like, all right, I want to play a video game. What the fuck is that? I would give them a Mario game and be like, yo, this is, this is what it is. It's, it's, it is the definition of uh, player skill, player test, um, ability. It's fantastic. And it very rarely does it feel cheap. It always feels like, oh, shit, okay, I fucked up here mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you're able to recognize your error uh, and, and correct it. And once you do and you get past it, that feeling is just unrivaled. I love it. It's great. I was saying it's interesting. I was like, damn, if I really wanted to screw over the human race and I had to give aliens a video game to play, I'd give them yeah. Grand Theft Auto Online. Mm, immediately, okay. immediately they spawn in, get shot by a 13-year-old, <laughs> get get called the N-word, <laughs> and, mm. and, and then they wouldn't be able to do anything, and they're like, yo, I have to buy shark cards. It's not they that will, bad. They will hate us. I mean, you could have given them Avengers. Ooh, I, then I they'd hate you. Oh, God. God damn. I could have gave them Anthem. <laughs> oh, man. Are those servers still up? Hmm. I don't know. I think I think they are. Oh, I think they okay. are. Okay. Quick like, sidetrack yeah. about like, that. Yeah. I want to say that, that the Anthem sacrifice was worth it. It made EA rethink their entire game plan. Dragon Age is strictly single player now. I'll take mm-hmm. it. I will and take Anthem it. Anthem died, so Dragon Age could mm-hmm. live. Hopefully Mass Effect is next. Mm. Toss them a Phoenix down. Oh, see, they had their, I think they had their Anthem moment already with Mass Effect, yeah. with Andromeda. Mm-hmm. So, I think we'll be okay. I think that's I think that'll be okay. Well, I'll take it. But yeah, back to Mario. Yeah, James, I, I'm curious about your thoughts. Um, I mean, Mario has been with me for my gaming journey from the jump. Even my first game, which wasn't Mario, had Mario in it. <laughs> um, my first game was Tetris, and in the multiplayer aspects, it has Mario and Luigi on both sides of like player one and player two. So as a kid, I'm like, okay, who's this weirdo? But like playing Tetris, let's go see what he's about. Pop over to the Game Boy. There's Mario, and it it's like everything I learned from video games started right there. So hmm. this this massive appreciation for him as a character in that franchise can't be overstated. Hmm. It, it's odd. Like, I don't know. Mar- Mario's the grandfather of video games as far as I'm concerned. Like, yes, mm-hmm. there were other characters that were there first. Shout out to Pac-Man. Shout out to the Pong Bricks. All that good stuff. <laughs> shout out to the Pong Bricks. Yes. <laughs> but, but Mario is that face you can put in front of anybody. Yeah. And you know, that's the video game guy. That's true. Even if they can't say, That's they don't know true. what his name is, they know it's the video games. It's the the right. television. It's the clothes. You can do Mario Kart races in Japan now. Like, he's quintessential for video game. So, as much as we yeah. like to talk about how Nintendo is behind the times when it comes to, like, things we would expect from a modern video game, we wouldn't have the modern video game without them. At least not in the form that it is now. Because even thinking of, like, looking back at um 3D platformers. Because mm-hmm. that's when I really, like, fell deep into video games. All the games on this list were inspired in some way by 64. And some of these, like, mm-hmm. fondest memories I had of gaming as a kid mm-hmm. were all based around that same formula. Between, like, Crash Bandicoot, 
Banjo, Jack and Daxter, um, Croc, Glover, Donkey Kong 64. Like, it's, he's, he's too important. <laughs> he deserves his own day. He's earned it. 35 years of just, like, putting in work, putting in imagination, putting in innovation. It's Games wouldn't be games without Mario. So, hmm, just respect. Respect all around. That's a really good point about him being, like, the most recognizable face. I do believe that, like, if you put any, if Mario in front of anyone, they would know who, who he is. Even if they've never touched a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you could say that for a lot of video game characters. Uh, I think he is, like, the one. I think maybe maybe Sonic, probably. But I don't know if they would know his name all the way. I think they'd say, oh, that was that video game thing. I think most people know Mario, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So, you know... I, I let's let's I guess let's talk. I mean, sort of talk about our. Let's sort of like rewind it back. You know, before we can talk about the sure. future, let's talk about like our starts. So, you know, for me, I think my like earliest Mario memory. It's funny. My earliest Mario memory was, uh, like, after me playing, like, like, my first video game of all time ever was Sonic Event, like, Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic 2 on the Genesis. Oh, I was about to say, good. What? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Sonic 2 on the Genesis, and then I think we played... That's a good, it's a good game. We played Streets of Rage afterwards, and then nice. played... Uh, and then we jumped off, and then, uh, then we played Mario. And... Mm-hmm. You know, going which one? Which which Mario? I think it was uh, Super Mario three, three, yeah, like the mm-hmm. Super Mario World Bros three, three or yeah. th- Super Mario World World three, because that's one, that's one that's okay. that's one with the the Tanuki suit, right? That's Bros uh, that's three. Super- Bros yes, three. Bros three. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, like you, you know, going back to the point, James, that you said about just like Mario being. Just like the, the the grandfather of you know the OG of platforming, you know I just coming off of a game like Sonic, where there's like so much speed, an emphasis on speed. I think that what Mario had working for it was like just like sort of going to what Rod, what you say about like just like the thought process of like learning how to play these games, like the mechanics and everything, uh, how it's introduced to you. I think that I, I had more of like a, a good time playing Mario than I did Sonic at first because I was like, yo, like I I I can see myself learning as opposed to Sonic where it was like, yo, I just got to just run fast. I have to get to the end of the stage the fastest that I can. Oh shit, I'm trapped in water. I can't swim. Now I'm drowning. Uh, <laughs> that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the Mario games like there's like a sense of peace while playing those games, that was just, it just hit different. So, as, 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 as something, even though, like, I've, I, like I said, never finished a, you know, traditional 2D Mario game, like, it still holds, like, a, like a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. But what about you guys? What, what are some, like, early memories of, of Mario games? I've got one I could rattle off real fast. Um, I mean, m- one of my first memories is uh, the Super Nintendo. Uh, that was my very first console, actually. And my aunt and uncle had, uh, they also had a Super Nintendo where they had Mario RPG 
and they had uh, Super Mario World. Um, I actually owned Yoshi's Island, which is Super Mario World 2. Mm-hmm. Don't really know why that is or what the naming convention was behind that, but, but that was it. Um, Yoshi's Island was, the, I believe, the first one I actually completed completely on my own. Um, and it was really fun. I, I could probably play most of that game in my sleep. I played it so much. Uh, I also thought the last boss with Bowser, like, basically becoming Giga Bowser and essentially, like, he fills up the screen. He's like this super menacing, almost like, uh, the Bowser's Fury, actually. I hadn't made that connection until literally just now, Mm. but, like, that version of Bowser is kind of the one that you get in Yoshi's Island where he's, like, this terrifying kaiju-like thing. And it really freaked me out as a kid, but, like, that made me want to kill him even more. So I was like, all right, we got to do this, Yoshi. Um... And I just thought it was, like, a really touching story, like, at the time. I mean, now, looking back, it's, like, super slight. (laughs) But I I thought it was really cool that he's trying to reunite with with Luigi, his brother. Um, And everything in that game, it's not, I would say, a super easy game either. Uh, I think there's some fair challenge to it. But I have a lot of memories just kind of running through these, these colorful worlds. It had an interesting sort of, like, almost Crayola ish art style to it. Like, it doesn't look like, um, I don't say that in terms of, you know, it looked childish, but it the the way that everything kind of popped off the screen sticks out to me, even today. Um, the music is phenomenal, and I feel very similarly to about, like, Super Mario World as well. Uh, and, and that was, to me, the game where I wasn't on Yoshi. Like, when I was younger, that's how I associated that game, because Yoshi's Island was my first one. Um but Super Mario World, same deal. Like, everything in that game, I feel like, is pitch perfect uh, from beginning to end. Every level, every world is recognizable from another. Um, and you're doing awesome things. And I love the cape. I thought the cape was a fantastic addition that I'm really upset that they got they got rid of after a while. Because I, I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say one of my earliest Mario memories um, at my grandmother's house. Uh, my sister had a Nintendo system. So she had a little collection of games that she had gotten there by the time she had gotten by the time I got around to messing around with it. So I had all three Mario Brothers games from the start. So I remember popping in the first game, running to like level one, 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 two, and be like, okay, that's pretty cool. What's the second one looking like? Getting to Mario Bros. Two, which is such a departure from the first game, just in like tone yeah. and style, mm-hmm. and then realize I can play as like four different characters now. That was really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, experimenting with Luigi and his flutter jumps or being able to float by with Peach, I'm like, okay, okay. There's, like, there's a reason to pick these other characters. And mm-hmm. it just kind of made the whole game, felt like I could play it four different ways. And felt like a whole new experience each time. But the one that really grabbed me was 3. Uh, Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. 3. I remember that first time of picking up the uh, the Tanuki suit. And figuring out how the fl- the run, the jump, and then the fly would work, and I just felt so smart <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> it was just such a such a simple thing to put together, but it's like, oh wow, I can like fly through this whole level now. I don't have to worry about like jumping over Goombas or whatever. I can find secret pipes. It rewarded me for just trying new things, hmm. and so like that's something that's always going to stick with me. I never beat it either, Chris. I never finished it. Like any of those games because you know saving wasn't a thing you cut the game off your back at the beginning oh man yeah but it was like i knew I, I developed a route i knew what it would take to get me to the end faster like mm. getting to roy's castle hearing that theme 
that boss fight is probably one of my favorites in Mario ever. It's such a simple back and forth jump on a uh, mm -hmm. shell, and they've done it so many mm -hmm. times ever since. But like that mm -hmm. first encounter and grabbing that wand and like that that fanfare of like, yeah, took down the castle. What you gonna do, Bowser? Oh, you put her in another castle. I guess that's a good answer. <laughs> Off we go. But they're like, it's just such a good time, man. Mario's always been a good time. I can't even think of a time I've played a Mario game and been like, why did I spend my time doing this? Even with friends, like, that's a whole other aspect, too, of uh, playing, like, just Mario games and multiplayer. Like, it's sort of, like, it's shifted over the years, like, in, like, the effect of, like, how it's done, but I, it's, there's, there's something about, like, there's, like, a, com like a competitive nature in, in playing Mario games with your friends. Like, even when, like, in the older games, where it was like, all right, I'm playing as Mario. All right, I died. Now you're playing as Luigi. Sort of like seeing people mm, do their runs further. and everything like that. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they even they play on that in the new Super Mario Bros. franchise. That and then uh, 3D World, where you they emphasize multiplayer. Like those are the best ways to play it. You could absolutely go through them solo, but like they're enhanced significantly when you're playing it with it even just one other person. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it's it's. I like days like this where we can sort of, you know, sit back and like, you know, reminisce on memories, uh, talk talk about like just hearing other people's experiences uh, with uh, the franchise themselves. But like, good on Mario! Shout out to Mario, thirty five years. Um, yeah, Nintendo won't do it. We'll do it. <laughs> Props. <laughs> good point. Right? Like, did they even put out like a release or something today? Can we... I didn't see anything. Nah, dog. That's crazy. Did it? Did, I don't even think it trended on Twitter. It didn't. I think I might have saw it. I think morning. it did briefly. Yeah. yeah. If I put in Mark Ten on Google, National Calendar Day is a top result about Mario Day. I don't even <laughs> see Nintendo on here. It's a shame. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. All right, so uh, I guess with that, we can sort of wrap it up for the week. You know, yeah. episode 99 in the books. Um, let's switch up. Rod, what you got for us? Ooh, well, all right. Well, I, I do have something, actually. I, I genuinely have something. So someone else is going to have to shout out all the socials and stuff. But um, I did want to say that per the discussion that we just had about Mario, I would encourage everybody to check out those original games or any Mario game that you really haven't played yet. Um, especially if you haven't played those originals or finished them, they're all on the Switch emulator. In fact, the Switch is the best place that like you could play most Mario games. They're only really missing, I think, a couple at this point. Like Galaxy 2 isn't on there, and I think Mario is Missing might even be up there now um, or something. And my point is that you guys brought up the point that you couldn't save back then. Well, you can now. Like you have save states in the emulator on your Switch that you can use. So you could pop into, you know, Super Mario Bros. 3, um, finish finish the game if you wanted to, um, and just play play them piecemeal. I highly encourage everybody to check out some Mario. That's it. All right. James, what you got for us? Uh I want to thank everybody out there for listening and tuning in. Um, if you like what you've heard, make sure to drop us a like on your respective platform of listening slash watching. Um, Apple Podcasts is the five stars. We're pushing really heavily, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. That's right. Yep. Make sure you rate those five stars, write some reviews, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies. Just tell everybody. Should I play that? This is the place you want to be. Um, shoot, I guess we'll catch you guys next week on Twitch. Yes. For so episode 100? Episode 100 on Twitch. Hope to see you there. Um, follow our socials. We'll have more information on like the time and I think typically we do that so we, we we do the shows live at 9 p.m eastern time so uh if, if you don't see anything just sort of expect that but you're probably gonna see something if you follow us on social media um but yeah hope to see you there oh and that's uh, on a wednesday if you're listening to on this a, yes on a wednesday forgot about that uh it's gonna be wednesday evening 9 p.m eastern uh check us out Hope to see you in the chat. And with that, we are signing out for another episode of Should I Play That? Hope to see you next week. Hope to hope you do well. Hope you have a great week. Drink water, wear your mask, and uh, stay beastly.